You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayou Isan. Be blessed as you listen. People say, how, how do you hear the voice of God? You have to ask him to open your ears to hear. How do I see what God is showing me? You ask God to open your eyes to see. That was a constant prayer of Paul. That you be filled with the spirit of revelation, the eyes of your understanding. You have to pray for it. God, I don't hear you. Then you pray. He says, who is as blind as my messenger and as deaf as my servant? You have to ask God to open your eyes. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things from your word. Open my ears so that I can hear the voice of your spirit. I need to hear your command because man does not live by bread alone. Man lives by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. That is what God says to you is what you live by. It says, a body you have prepared for me, for me to present, to say, open my ears to hear what you are saying. There was a time Saul disobeyed God. God gave him a command, told him to enter a territory, destroy everything that was there. But instead of destroying everything, they kept some things for themselves. And said, oh, maybe we'll offer this, some of these riches unto God. And Samuel came to him and said, look, in 1 Samuel 15 verse 22, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? That what God prefers above burnt offerings and sacrifices is obedience to his voice. Amen. So that is how you, you live, you, you present your, your bodies unto God, a living sacrifice. That is, you want to hear what he's commanding you to do. Obeying his voice. It says, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. That is, someone comes, brings, everybody on the outside sees, he brings, he says, I'm giving this million dollar home to God. And all these cars for the service of the kingdom. Amen. Everybody from the outside world, wow, generous man. But the instruction God gave him to do, he did not fulfill. Do you understand? God told him to, maybe God told him, go to the corner of this city and do one, two, three. That nobody else might know or see. But that's the way God wanted it. But instead he has presented and everybody was like, wow, in the church, Woo, praise the Lord. The Bible says, Obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Says, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed or listen than the fat of rams. Says, for rebellion is as the sin of what? Witchcraft. And stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry says, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, uh, he has also rejected you from being what? King. The kingdom was taken away from Saul because of what? Disobedience. What God had given, this is, God gave Saul the kingdom. God gave him an inheritance that could have lasted several generations. But what took it away from him? Disobedience. Disobedience to the voice of God. That is disobedience to the voice of God in our lives has phenomenal consequences. 
God took that kingdom and gave it to who? Gave it to David, a man after his own heart, a man that would follow him fully. Amen. When David erred, what did he quickly do? Repent <laughs> quick. If he had stayed in rebellion and stubbornness, the kingdom too would have been taken away from him. It was taken away from Solomon. God took 12, 10 tribes away because of the disobedient lifestyle that Solomon began to live. And that the only reason that God kept two with him was not because of Solomon, but because of who? David. That is, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You want to hear what the Lord is saying unto you. All these other things will be added unto you. Says the world, when they come, they pray about, this is what I need, this is what I want, this is da-da-da-da-da. Says when you come to God, ask him, what is it that you desire? What is your command? The soldier that comes to his commanding officer doesn't say, it is what his commanding officer desires that he seeks. Amen. He keeps his own desires at bay. Praise the Lord. He doesn't go to the commanding officer and say, General, this is what I want. You know, that anyone that talks like that, yeah, off. Praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13 to 15. The Bible says we should exhort one another daily while it is called today. And I encourage you to go and read the verse of Hebrews where every, every time it referred to the season called today. It says we should encourage one another daily while it is called today. There is a season called today. It says, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ. One translation says we have become business partners with Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end, while it is said, today, what? If you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Amen. That is, what are we are supposed to encourage ourselves daily while it is called today? Hey, you need to hear the voice of the Lord. That is my encouragement to you. You need to hear the voice of the Lord. My encouragement to you, you're in a situation, you need to hear the voice of the Lord. You're in a circumstance, you need to hear. That is my encouragement to you, is to hear from the Lord. Amen. Because that is the only way you're going to present yourself a living sacrifice. Being a living sacrifice is all about, that is, dying to self and saying, what are you commanding me? What is your instruction to me? I am not going to, there's a way that might seem right unto me, but the end of that is destruction. What is your instruction to me? Praise the Lord. What is your direction to me? Says, while it is still called today, we're in a season called today. We're in a season right now where God wants to speak to us by his spirit. Said to a certain group of people, Israel did not heed his voice. Therefore, they did not do what? Enter his rest. Said they were they heard, they don't mix it with faith. They didn't believe what God said. And that, that quickly makes you realize you can hear the voice and still not believe it. Don't think because you, God speaks, you're going to believe it automatically. You can, you can be stubborn and rebellious. 
Don't underestimate the stubbornness of man. Amen. That you hear something, God will show you something, then you will find a way to convince yourself logically out of it. Amen. I mean, God told Peter, Jesus told Peter, yeah, come to me, walk on water. Does that make logical sense? There are many reasons why you say, ah, as a scientist, that there's no firm, how can you say walk on water? Do you understand? Initially, he responded, but when he now, he took his eyes off Jesus, started to look at the waves. He did what he began to think. He began to succumb to the natural way things happen instead of operating on a supernatural realm. Because he turned away and stopped believing the word of the Lord. That is, you can toil all night and catch nothing. You're a professional fisherman. You toil all night. Then the Lord tells you something. Praise the Lord. Cast your net on the other side. He said, I've toiled all night. I've caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your what? Command. At your what? Instruction. I will do it again. And what happens? You catch such an abundance of fish that you have to call other people to come and help you. That is the kind of abundance that can come into our lives by seeking first instruction from heaven. Amen. So as today, why we need to encourage each other to hear what the Lord is saying. If you are going to be a living sacrifice, if you are going to be the bond servant of the Lord, uh, say, pierce my ears, O Lord, to open my ears to hear what you are saying. You know, there's a scripture in Isaiah that says, morning by morning, he opens my ear to hear. I've made that my daily prayer. That is, in the morning as I wake up, God opens my ear to hear as the learned. That is my prayer. God, open my ears to hear as the learned. Says he gives you the tongue of the learned that you may know how to speak a word in, as a minister. It is my prayer. That is open, give me the tongue of the learned that I may know how to speak a word in season to the one that is weary. That is, if I'm going to speak, I have to ask God, open my mouth to speak. If I'm going to hear, I have to ask God, open my ears to hear. If I'm going to see into the realm of the spirit, I have to ask God to open my eyes to see. It is not by effort. It is by grace. By God's opening, removing the veil so that I can behold and be transformed. Amen. Let me show you that scripture. I didn't even know how to reach there. Isaiah 50 verse 2 to 5. It says, when I came, why when I came was there no man? God keeps asking this question. That is, I came to a place and there was no man. We saw this last week when it says God came and he wondered why there was no man and he wondered why there was no intercessor. Nobody praying. Nobody standing in the gap. Here again, in Isaiah 50, he says, Why when I came, was there no man? Why when I called, was there none to answer? May we always be ready to answer when he calls. Your commanding officer calls and you're not, you not at your post. He says you're not standing upon the watchtower to hear what the Lord will say to you says, I stand upon my watch to hear what the Lord will say to me. And the Lord came and is calling and you're not there to say, here I am, Lord. What do you want me to do? You're not earnestly seeking and desiring. I was meditating on the scripture that said, I desire your word more than my necessary food. Amen. That is, the food is necessary. That is, there's something that you need that it is necessary. But the mindset you have 
is that you desire what God is saying to you more than what seems necessary in the natural. It says man does not live by bread alone, necessary food, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. When you hearken to his voice, all those things that you're looking for will be added. You will not lose them. It says, why when I came, was there no man? Why when I called, was there none to answer? Is my hand shortened that it cannot redeem? Or have I no power to deliver? Indeed, with my rebuke, I dry up the sea. I make the rivers a wilderness. Their fish stink because there is no water and die of thirst. I clothe the heavens with blackness and I make sackcloth their clothing. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned. You see, this is the, this is the answer to that situation. Says the Lord has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak. The only way, the reason why you will know how to speak is because God has given you the right tongue. To know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. Paul would always tell the people, pray for me that God will give me what? A trance. Amen. He would always, he didn't, he didn't take it for granted that he had a trance. He said, people, as I'm preaching the word of God, pray for me, I'm, I'm, in short, I'm telling you, pray for me that the Lord will give me what? Utterance. Because it's not just, it's not, it's not skill. That is the Holy Ghost. God will grant me utterance, the opening of my mouth to declare the word of God boldly. It says, God will give me the tongue of the learned to know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. This should be your prayer. God awaken me morning by morning. If you want to hear heaven, God awaken me morning by morning. Yes, he will wake you early in the morning. Wake me up early in the morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. Says sacrifices and offerings God did not desire. What he, what he desires to open your ears to hear. Amen. If you're going to be that living sacrifice. You must be ready that God, those soldiers, you know, they wake them up early in the morning. In the early in the morning to hear what's the command. There's a scripture, I think it's in Jeremiah. I just thought about that now. It says that, it says early in the morning, I, that is, I, I, I wake them up early in the morning that I might speak to them. Yes, God speaks early in the morning. It says he awakens me, Jesus himself, the Bible says he will wake up early in the morning to go and pray. Some of us, early in the morning, we are still, oh, the alarm goes off, you just bang it, you know, I need two more hours. No, the one that is in the army of the Lord rises up before dawn to engage in the exercise that he needs to hear from heaven. Amen. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Do you see that? It says, he opened my ear. It means that it is possible that if the Lord opens your ear to hear, you can't be rebellious. And you can't turn away. But chastisement will come with that. It says, the Lord opened my ear to hear, and you made a decision not to be rebellious. That whatever you tell me to do, no matter what it looks like on the outside, no matter what people will think of me, no matter what people might say, does not matter. 
It's obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. I saw a scripture in Proverbs 28 verse 9 that blew my mind. Or let's say it renewed my mind. <laughs> Amen. It says, He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. That's what it says. That is, God is speaking to you. You turn your ear from hearing what he's telling you to do. Then you now begin to pray. You are bringing your prayers. to. It says it's an abomination unto the Lord because what you're, in, you're already in disobedience. The message translation puts it this way. It says, God has no use for the prayers of people who won't listen to him. The NIV says, if anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable. If you close your heart and refuse to listen to God's instruction, even your prayer will be despised. It will be rejected. It is an abomination unto the Lord. Can you imagine that? You are praying and God says, this is your prayer is an abomination. Why? Because you haven't obeyed the instruction that I gave you. Which means any prayer you pray outside of responding to whatever instruction, that is, that's why the scripture says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Don't take God for granted. If God has told you to do something and you overlook it and you toss it to one side or you excuse it away, anything you do after is an abomination unto the Lord. Say so your prayers will be an abomination to him. Amen. Nobody wants to say amen to that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So that is, we need to pay attention. What is God's, that is, that's why today we have to encourage ourselves and say, I hope you are hearing from heaven. I hope you are listening to what the Lord is saying to you. I hope you are responding to the instructions of your commanding officer from heaven. It's not about you, it's about him. You're not living for yourself, you're living for him. That's why the Bible says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty to, to pulling down strongholds in the mind, arguments that we give ourselves. says every vain imagination, taking every thought, every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Taking every thought captive, he says then the only way you're going to be able to avenge all disobedience on the outside is if your own obedience is first of all what? Complete. Your own obedience has to be complete first before you can avenge the disobedience. If your obedience is not complete and you go out to avenge disobedience, that disobedience will knock you out. Amen. He says make sure your own obedience is complete. You are following, that is, you must earnestly desire to hear what the Lord is saying. He says, he that does not hastily come out of the king's presence and hearkens unto the king's command will experience no evil thing. A lot of things that we're experiencing that we should not be experiencing is because we've not paid attention to what the Lord has told us to do. A lot of struggles were happening. You're trying to open a door. You're trying to get into something and it's not happening. It's because God told you something that you have not obeyed. We need to go back repentance, turn to him and say, Father God, where I have sinned, I will sin no more. Show me where I have made an error. Guide me in your way. If I have gone in my stubbornness and my in rebellious tendencies, open my ears to hear your instruction again. Revive me according to your word so that I can walk in your light. Do we understand? This is what it means to be a living sacrifice. Enlisted in the army of the Lord. 
The Bible says concerning even Jesus, the Bible says he learned obedience, right? Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered. So how did Jesus suffer, you might ask. I ask the same question. That how did Jesus suffer? Hebrews 5 says, in verse 7 to 9, says, Jesus, he says, in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up what prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. Jesus Christ wasn't trying to deliver himself from dying on the cross. That word death there is what the Bible says in Romans, to be carnally minded is what? Death. Amen. It says the man, the mind that is set upon the things of the flesh, your own desires, your own pleasures. It says to be carnally minded like that is death. That's why it says, do not be transformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Otherwise, you are operating in death. It says God, Jesus prayed that God would deliver him from death. That is, in the Garden of Gethsemane, what did Jesus pray? Not my will, but yours be done. That is, in the place of prayer, he was submitting his will, what he desired to that, not my will, but yours be done. That is the weapons of our warfare. He was praying to, sub, to bring down every thought captive to the obedience of God the Father. Amen. Don't think that you can just, that is, I won't obey God. No, no. It requires warfare to submit, to break down the stubbornness, the pride, the anger within us. To the obedience of Christ. That is even up to the point of death. Deliver me from thoughts that are contrary to your will. Free me from anything that you have not planted in my life. Eradicate it. All distractions. And when God begins to remove the distractions, some of it, you will not know that there are distractions. They, they are attached. They are like tattoos that God has to de-skin you to get rid of. And so that process will be painful. Amen. See what it says. It says, and he was heard because of his godly fear. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. That word obedience, the Greek word for that word obedience, and I was surprised when I saw this. He says it means to hearken, to listen for the knock on the door, to pay attention. That is when the Bible says he learned obedience. That is Jesus was listening for the knock of the Father upon the door. He says, I stand at the door and knock. Let me enter. He was listening to hear what the Lord was going to say to him. He says he learned to pay attention to the voice of God. He learned obedience. That word obedience is to, to hearken, to hear from heaven and to obey. How did Jesus suffer? We understand that from 1 Peter. That's the only way I can explain it. The Bible says that these same sufferings, says we have an adversary. says God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. says humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may do what? Exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him. Cast it, your cares, your needs, for he cares for you. If they that go to warfare, you don't, that is God will take care of you. So you don't go to war at your own expense. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings, 
are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So when the Bible says that Jesus Christ learned obedience through suffering, it's talking about resistance of the enemy, the temptation that comes from the enemy. Amen. The thoughts and the suggestions that might come from the enemy. The thoughts and suggestions that can come from the flesh. He resisted those things in prayer and learned and paid attention to what the Lord was telling him. He learned obedience as he was resisting the natural tendency to do something else. Amen. That is, you might yield to a natural tendency to do something else to please other people. Or not to be criticized by other people. But you resist that so that you can hear what the Lord is saying. Some people, they come with their own suggestions, their own opinions. Well-meaning opinions. Amen. But you still have to resist that until you don't move until you hear what the Lord is saying to you. It says we encourage one another while it is called today so that we can hear the voice of our commanding officer. I will end with this scripture. God gave me this scripture a while ago and more and more it keeps coming back to me showing us what is about to happen and I'll end with this scripture. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 25 to 29. The Bible says and warns us, this is a warning from God, see that you do not refuse him who speaks. Amen. It says see that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now, this yet once more indicates the removal of things that are being shaken as of things that are made so that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be what? Shaken. How do we receive that kingdom? Because we are hearing what the voice of the Father is saying. We are hearing him who speaks from heaven. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That happens when we our, our ears are opened to hear the voice of him who is speaking to us from heaven. It says we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. It says therefore we are receiving a kingdom which can let us have grace by which we may do what? Serve God. That is when we receive that instruction. It says we obtain grace by which we may do what? Serve God. It says this is your reasonable service. Obedience to his command. It says, for our God is a consuming fire. Do we get that? I'll read it in the Passion Translation because when I first saw the scripture, I interpreted it in my heart, but I didn't see it anywhere else the way I saw it until I read the Passion Translation. And it blew my mind again. The scripture is always blowing my mind. <laughs> He says, make very sure that you never refuse to listen to God when he speaks. For the God who spoke on earth from Sinai is the same God who now speaks from heaven. Those who heard him speak his living word on earth found nowhere to hide. So what chance is there for us to escape if we turn our backs on God and refuse to hear his warnings as he speaks from heaven? 
The earth was rocked at the sound of his voice from the mountain. But now he has promised, once and for all, I will not only shake the systems of the world, that is the financial systems, the military systems, the governments of the world, the religious systems of the world, but I will not only shake those systems, but I will also, the, also the unseen powers in the heavenly realm, invisible forces of darkness in the heavenly realm. Now, this phrase, once and for all, clearly indicates the final removal of those things that are shaken. That is the old order. Things which have been made. Things that are made by man. So that only what is unshakable will remain. Only those things that are born of the Spirit of God will remain. Since we are receiving our rights to an unshakable kingdom... We should be extremely thankful and offer God the purest worship or reasonable service that delights his heart as we lay down our lives in absolute sur surrender, offering pleasing service to God, filled with awe, for our God is a holy and divine fire. Amen. If that doesn't shake you, it shook me when I read it. That is, God says, I'm going to change the way things are happening. But he is looking for people who will hear when he calls. He's looking for people that are crouched down in prayer, listening to hear what the Lord is saying in this day and in this age. He says, today is the day of salvation. That day of salvation happens because we are hearing the voice of the commanding officer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you thanks for your word. And I pray that you cause this word to take root in the hearts of your people. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.